is in the know for Monday, August 8th, the three, uh, 220th day of 2022. There are 145 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We'll launch you into a new week, launching into a new school year here locally in Grayson County, and we'll have day number one of Where's Quacky plus the water cooler question. Two times for you to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. Are you uh, ready to get back into a back to school uh, mode? Like, uh, I think so. Get into the into the routine. So first day of school. <laughs> We officially have a first grader. Yeah. And uh, had to go through the ritual of yes. finding Nemo's first day of school. Always. Or was it Marlon's first day of school? <laughs> yeah, bless his heart. It's hard to say based upon, based upon that. But uh, so she's off to a good start. You know, yes. she has the same teacher as she had uh, last year. So I guess that makes it a little bit easier. I probably. think so. Yes. To, we had a really good experience and I expect the same. Yeah, she seemed like it was no big deal. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, back to school, you know, it's just that whole thing. So she had a, a nice little break. Over there, chair number two is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. I guess your neighborhood was a lot busier this morning. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, the yes. return of the big uh, the big flying bananas, the school buses, uh-huh. and traffic control, and lots of mamas going to school for the first time, losing their minds. They don't know what to do. You know how those Clarkson parents are, those I, Clarkson I, moms. Uh, those, they're nothing but good, they're nothing but <laughs> good parents at Clarkson. Oh, of course. Nothing but. So, you know, we do like first day of Nemo for for her, but this is more, isn't this more your, yes. your speed when it comes to first day of back to school Without day? Without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, so, hey. Leave those teachers alone. Or we can all celebrate with uh-huh. Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. So, last year, you all weren't here for the first day of school. That's and I right. The day before the first day of school, we had Superintendent Doug Robinson on the show. And I, I was looking, and you had both of those songs to use as an intro song for him. And I was like, well, I don't know that I can really go with Pink Floyd. <laughs> we don't need no. So I went with Saved by the Bell, and he was he was fine with that. Okay. Uh, of course, yeah, for me, it's not first day of school without Back to school. Oh, yeah. Billy Madison. Back to school. To, to prove to dad, dad that I'm not a fool. One of the reasons that I love that so much is because my entire life is spent with me trying to prove to my dad that I'm not a fool. <laughs> and so I can I can relate to, you know, I can relate to relate to Billy Madison. So I hope everybody, everybody has a great first day of school heading back to it. And uh, like sports off to a start already, right? The soccer team play today, like yeah, on the first boys, day of school. Boys play today and tomorrow we, we kick off our coverage. Uh, already? Yeah. It's hard to believe. Uh, it's, <laughs> those, it, it, uh, it's here. Those people from Edmondson County coming for soccer. Oh yeah, I got. To, is it a doubleheader? Yeah, oh, that's right. You get, get off to a good. Get off to uh, just to 
Get out of the blocks fast. Sunny with scattered rain chances is what's predicted weather-wise today. We're going to see some rain chances, more showers and thunderstorms expected tomorrow and Wednesday. Drier, cooler, less humid to end the work week. We'll see a comfortable weekend. I, I looked even further into uh, the 10-day forecast for us here locally. See some days, 8, 10, 12 days out, if you can rely upon that, that shows our weather pattern. A lot of days here locally might be about 79. So there are going to be some days in the next couple of weeks where we won't get in, we won't even get to 80 degrees. But of course, you know, that week that starts the 28th, 29th into Labor Day, because it's the county fair, it will be 114 degrees <laughs> and 97% humidity. But then we'll also manage to get five inches of rain sometime during that week. That's just how it works out whenever it's time for the county fair scattered thunderstorms and a rain chance of 30 percent today a high of 92 we'll see scattered thunderstorms a low of 75 tonight scattered thunderstorms a high of 86 for tomorrow unfortunately more storms more heavy rain being predicted through at least th- maybe through the weekend for southeastern kentucky where they they don't need it you know they're down to about 300 people without power in that region from the storms a week and a half ago But they do not need these long, stalled-out storm systems or clouds that come and just park over them and dump areas of rain. But that is a possibility through the weekend. The National Weather Service extended a flood watch through Sunday evening for areas of eastern Kentucky ravaged by high water more than a week uh, ago. Today, the Biden's president and first lady will visit eastern Kentucky, making their second visit to the Commonwealth. Their first visit was back in December in western Kentucky after the uh, storms moved through that area. But the Bidens will Bidens will visit Kentucky today. It will only it will be the president's only second departure from the White House since his uh, COVID isolation. He had a second negative test, and they went to some type of family reunion in Delaware over the weekend. Went back to the White House for. Uh, the uh, for the day, and then they will be coming to Kentucky today. I am a little bit curious. I've not looked at the logistics, and I don't think we're on the uh, White House press corps' uh, distribution list. There, where he's landing? Yeah, I'm not sure where Air Force One will touch down for them to, on, on the other to, day to get in. And what they predicted is that he'll land in London. Really. Uh, London, so London can think, take Air Force One? They think that he won't take Air Force One, but he'll take Air Force Two. Oh, uh, okay. And then Marine One will fly, will fly him. The... Because as they said, there's not an airport within an hour. Yeah, I mean, they would almost have to go. I mean, if uh-huh. they wanted to use Air Force One, they would have to use Knoxville. Or Lexington. Yeah, I mean, that's... Or it's Huntington, maybe? Possibly. I don't know. Those those three airports sound the same size to me. Mm-hmm. I've never flown in and out of Knoxville, but I, I think Knoxville fancies themselves as an international airport, but we all know there's nothing international about Knoxville. Uh, so, <laughs> Well, they did have that fair that one time. <laughs> well, sure. Yes. By yeah. default. No one else wanted the World's Fair, so... So they took it. Also, the president will be in a, they I don't know if he'll be high-fiving in eastern Kentucky, but there is some level of high-fiving going on and congratulatory uh, moves over the budget package that is uh, labeled a victory for the Biden administration. If you saw Chuck Schumer over the weekend, he was just giddy talking about the uh, the vote that Vice President Harris cast the tie-breaking vote to give 51 votes for the Senate package, which now goes over to the 
uh, goes over to the House, and I will presume will make it quickly through the House because they have the votes to do it unless there are some people that uh, break with break with party ranks. But they it's a $740 billion package. And, you know, when you get into actually what's in it, it's hard to know and hard to know how quickly it would be able to make a difference. You know, much of what they've been doing the last 30 days is trying to turn off the red wave that's coming in the fall. They're trying to get Americans to focus on things other than uh, inflation and price at the pump and that type of thing. So this is a it's about 10 percent of what he wanted to do on that Build Back Better plan, but they're going to count it as a win and they're going to celebrate it because they even they're they're banking on they're banking on uh, their Democratic base which they're counting on in November to save their necks. They're counting on you not really focusing what's in this plan. They want you to hear the celebration and get excited and go, oh, good, maybe things are turning the corner, and we'll see if it will will work. It's a couple of of months away. Uh, Senators McConnell and Paul stuck in Washington, so they didn't make it to Fancy Farm, but Senator Paul's wife, Kelly, had his proxy at Fancy Farm on Saturday. She spoke on behalf of her husband. I would imagine she got some pretty clearly defined talking points when she took the stage there and sounded, you know, she just uh, issued some of the same rhetoric that I know Senator Paul would have, and that's uh, when they get back the majority, Senator Paul is going to make sure that, uh, that Senator Paul, she said, will subpoena, Every last document of Dr. Fauci's, and it's been the continued mantra that he's been, he's tangled with Dr. Fauci for uh, many, many months over trying to figure out this gain of function research and where COVID started and all those things. So that's kind of the thing that he is hoping that uh, Republican voters will hear and say, yeah, let's get to the bottom of that. So everybody, everybody's got their narrative that they're trying to, uh, to tell and sing here as we make the turn, you know, after Labor Day is really when things really heat up into the general election. Some other news out of Fancy Farm on Saturday, which I've not heard a whole lot, so I'm just kind of taking some of the synopses that I'm seeing. But Michael Adams, our Secretary of State, who some thought may be measuring the drapes in the Attorney General's office, says he's going to stay put, hopefully, for another term. He will seek to uh, retain the Secretary of State's office in uh, the upcoming election cycle in Kentucky next year. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what that says. I think uh, his base, I think, will say that he's done a good job with that office. He's kind of uh, renovated our election processes I think giving giving in some areas where it's convenient for voters, but also, according to him, trying to protect the sanctity of elections in Kentucky. So I, I don't know. It makes me wonder, Sam, I'm not aware of anybody who has declared intent on the attorney general's office. Yes, there is. There is uh, someone. Russell Coleman, who is the former. Russ Coleman. Okay. Former. All right. Something with the Louisville FBI or Louisville attorney yeah, district okay. something. He's a McConnell. He's sure. the person who sure. Mitch McConnell said can run. So that's uh, my guess is when Mike Adams went over to the attorney general's office to measure the drapes and Russell Coleman was over there measuring the drapes, he went, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, okay. He, you know, I'll, I'll just go back over here to the uh, secretary of state's office where he's not term limited, so he can 
you know, he can, can continue in that capacity. So anyway, kind of the, the takeaway from Fancy Farm for the weekend, not a lot of I, I didn't the one I didn't read the story, but I did notice that someone mentioned how a lot of the Republican gubernatorial candidates, you know, of which there are many, they had to be careful in what they said about the 2020 general election. Like s- s- some of them, you know, they had to just be careful about how they labeled it and what they called it because they're trying not to. They, they they don't want to alienate anybody on either side, whether the you know the stop the stealers or the all those people. They just kind of tiptoed through that process, which um, I guess if they got out of it without having to define it or say too much about it, they'll consider that a win. A Radcliffe man has been found guilty of killing a big Clifty woman in March of 2021. 32-year-old Joseph Eugene Meredith was found guilty on Friday in a Hardin County courtroom of murdering his girlfriend, 27-year-old Angela Kerr. The jury deliberated for about 90 minutes before finding Meredith guilty. Meredith killed Kerr March 12 at a residence on 870 Scenic Drive in Radcliffe. The uh, Meredith, who had uh, convicted a a felony of a felony prior to killing Kerr, was captured by police seven hours after her body was found, and his uh, sentencing will be coming up, I think, in a couple of weeks. A Morgantown woman has been arrested after being accused of stealing a vehicle she was taking on a test drive. According to Morgantown police, they say that on uh, last week, 54-year-old Kimberly White asked employees of Parkway Auto Sales at 1774 South Main Street in Morgantown to take a vehicle on a test drive. She then returned to uh, failed to return the vehicle, so they issued an alert to surrounding law enforcement agencies and found uh, the vehicle and arrested her in Ohio County. She was transported back to Butler County, where she was charged for unlawful taking. Do they define, like... I've never test driven a vehicle without a representative of the dealership mm-hmm. and said, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever done that. I, I guess there's a chance someone, you know, loaned me a vehicle. You've mm-hmm. driven one. Yes. Well, did they specify though when it had to be back? You know, there's a, there's kind of an honor system for mm-hmm. me that, you know, we, well, I guess to be clear, I test drove a mower for a while and didn't specify when I had to have it back if it was a loaner or if it was a mm-hmm. a keeper, a, a keeper or a loaner. Mm-hmm. So, is I, but is there's some type of etiquette there that I don't think I was told when yeah. I had to have it back. Uh-huh. But I mean, I just I took it down Scottsville Road and then I, I took um is that Karyakas where you uh-huh, anyway sure. I yeah, took yeah, it through yeah, there. Yeah. Um, okay, but I came back within I don't know. Did 45 they, minutes did they keep or? your driver's license no they didn't no, no they just said here Mm-mm. have some fun i've test driven one car mm-hmm. and, and i was young he, he was in the back seat ah uh, he was uh-huh that's almost a little bit more odd i'm gonna go with somebody was, was yeah in my, the dad was, my dad was in the oh, passenger seat oh okay okay, okay. No, he Gosh, just, i was like well that's just, weird just say didn't just passenger hop in seat was filled. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were you were simulating uber <laughs> yeah, no, he's, I'm thinking about using this car think, for Uber. Uh, Can you hop in the back seat? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure my dad was in the passenger seat. And he was in the back seat. Two Elizabethtown men have been federally charged after allegedly carjacking and robbing a pizza, uh, robbing a pizza delivery driver. Prosecutors with the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Western District said 23-year-old Jalen Red and 18-year-old Davion Willock 
were charged with uh, carjacking and interference by with commerce by robbery. They are accused of carjacking and robbing a pizza delivery driver in December of 2021. I appreciate that he his shirt matches the matches the background. Oh yeah, That's he nice. does have the. Does he just walk around always wearing the horizontal black and white stripe so it blends against the. Uh, Booking backdrop it looks good. He kind of blends in. Mm-hmm. It's almost where's Waldo there for a moment. Uh, Lati Aluminum Materials plans an, an aluminum foil manufacturing operation to serve the electric vehicle battery industry in Kentucky and is expected to create 120 t- uh, 122 full-time jobs. The company is investing $238.7 million in the plant in Hardin County. They announced a joint venture with Lottie Aluminum to produce 36,000 tons of cathode foil used in electric vehicle batteries. So this is much of what we've been talking about since the Ford SK announcement back in the previous summer was not this summer, but back into last year, is all of the satellite operations that will crop up to serve that Ford SK. They'll have to have raw materials to be able to do the assembly of their batteries, and this is one of them. But then there will be other places like the people that clean their rugs, the people that do their uniforms, their custodial crew, their, you know, just countless other things that will, their canteen people that will crop up, but not to mention these small little, uh, I shouldn't call them little, but these smaller plants that will be orbiting around the mothership of uh, there in Glendale. So that will be, we've seen that happen even here locally in the 90s and 2000s. When you had operations here that were supplying, and we still have we still have operators here locally that are supplying materials to bigger outlets that are more regional, whether it's Toyota or at one point in time it was GE. So those, but these are going to be more you know tight, more tightly bundled around Hardin County, so they can um, keep the supply chain going into that plant. The Cincinnati Reds defeated the Brewers 4-2 to two yesterday. The Reds will now uh, face the Mets at City Field. And then Thursday's the big day. What is Thursday? The Field of Dreams game. Oh, Thursday, yeah, the Cubs and the Cubs and the I've just kind of been we had a we had a wonderful visit to St. Louis on Friday evening, but the Yankees stunk it up. And so <laughs> See, I've kind of like, I've like, kind of been oh. like, "Wow." I'm like, kind of like down on baseball. Without Rizzo and without Giancarlo Stanton, the Yankees are very average or maybe even below average. Oh, you mean you mean injuries hurt teams? I wouldn't know that. They definitely do. I did see where the Reds are now. I saw one stat. Since they started 3-23, and 23, they're, they're what, 41 and 41? Maybe 500, yeah. But you must admit this last stretch is maybe going to be hard, right? They just dealt. They're going to have a lot of young people yeah. trying to play. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, there's some there's some hope though. They got some exciting yeah. prospects coming up yeah. through the ranks. I will say, I did watch this Diaz, the closer for the Mets. His bullpen walkout. Well, and his little brother pitches for the Reds. He does. Mm-hmm. The, the and they're going and they're getting to pitch against one another when they come here. The trumpets, like uh-huh. the the bandolero, because like, they've been talking the bullfighting theme. I just they love. need to do something similar for him for the Reds since it's his little brother. Yeah, yeah. I mean, gotta find, gotta I mean, find the the right, the right song. It doesn't need to be forced, you know. It uh-huh. needs to be. They need something clever. I, I, uh-huh. I, I get that. Uh, but uh, anyway, and then Kevin Har- Kevin Harvick snapped his sixty uh, five race drought with his sixth win at Michigan Speedway yesterday. So a big big weekend in sports.
Had some uh, in St. Louis. We have some Ilberto's nachos. Which, oh my goodness! Surprisingly, so though, I was surprised to learn they weren't made from bird. <laughs> they did have some really good pulled pork on them. Though. They were really so, good. And they had a good weekend in St. Louis. So we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is the date to create. Now, I have to say, what, what's, what's that mean? Uh, more like crafts and. Well, don't confuse it with the day to procreate. That's not a <laughs> perfect day for the first day of school, then. Yes, that's right. Create, uh, create lasting memories, create a uh, good resume, create, you know, you might have a science experiment that you create. It's also sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch day today. I'll take some. So uh, did you get our porch all cleared off just in case so yes. people mm-hmm. have plenty it's of room to, to, to drop, the, drop the zucchini? Mm-hmm. And then it's frozen custard day today. Um, I'm, I'm okay it's with frozen good. custard when yeah. ice cream is nowhere to be found. The fast food place that does that, it's not too bad. Yeah, I just, I don't know. There's, I, I, the word custard by mm-hmm. itself is just, I don't like, really like the word custard. I don't know if it's because cuss is in it or the backside of it doesn't sound very mm-hmm. palatable. Mm-hmm. You know, like custard. It's like, no, It's good though. I mean, can we just call it pudding? Is there a difference? Not really. Yeah, I mean, it's more ice cream than it is pudding. (laughs) And then today is day number one of Where's Quacky. It's our annual, I liken it to the Olympic torch making its way through around the the globe before arriving at the Olympic venue to light the torch. And so Quacky has started his four-week journey around the Twin Lakes before finally arriving at Litchfield Aquatic Center for the Ducking Hunger Regatta on September 4. Mm-hmm. This is day number one. Now, if you're watching, you need to go over, and you've, you're seeing this photo. There is a photo on the K105 Facebook page and a post mm-hmm. that is separate from this. And in the comments section, you need to tell us where Quacky is. Don't, don't do it here in the show thread because mm-hmm. that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. You have to do it over yeah. on the Facebook page by itself, and you have to tell us where Quacky is today. Piece of advice, too. Just because everyone else says it, if your gut's telling you it's not there, sometimes you might be right. That happened last year. That's, uh, I heard one time about the, uh-huh. the idea of the sheep. Uh-huh. The, the one sheep started jumping off of a cliff, and uh-huh. 200 other sheep just uh-huh. jumped off a cliff to their peril because the sheep in front of them did it. So let that be a lesson. Don't always follow the sheep over the cliff. Uh-huh. I heard Quacky's going to get a little challenging this year at times. Well, so I, this is I, – I, well, to be – I've got it narrowed down, uh-huh. but you got I'm, a couple I'm, options. I'm just telling you, I, uh-huh. I know – Listen, that obviously that color scheme hits very close to home for me. Uh-huh. But I I don't know. Uh-huh. You got a couple options. There there are at least a couple of options. Uh-huh. But I'm just I'm just saying don't just take everybody else's word for it. So uh here's what's going to happen this time tomorrow we're going to select one of the correct answers from that post on our Facebook page. And that person who has the correct answer is going to win uh, a their very own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta, so that could be worth a thousand dollars, and a K one hundred five T shirt. So we'll have those for you. So and uh, this is day number one, and you'll have nineteen other days to play before the big Ducking Hunger Regatta. Buy your uh, own tickets though, too, right? Yeah, just don't take your chance. Here's what would be nice if you would say adopt four ducks or so. Mm-hmm. And then we 
you could also win a duck that give mm-hmm. you five. It give you five chance, five in two thousand chances mm-hmm. in order yes. to win the to win the prize monies. Don't just let it. Just don't leave it to luck. Help luck along. They're only five dollars each. It's really, and we learned on Thursday that's forty meals. Mm-hmm. Yes. One five dollars that you give to mm-hmm. you, you invest five dollars to potentially win a thousand. But even if you don't win the thousand, that's forty meals served to people Means here if locally. Buy, if you buy four ducks, that's one hundred and sixty meals, right? That's a lot of meals. Sam, you do not need to go back to school. You yep. clearly have learned all clearly. the math skills that you <laughs> can, need. Can you play Pink Floyd for me again? <laughs> I can. American Airlines becomes the latest carrier to preemptively cut fall flights. The carrier has canceled about 2% of its September schedule, 4.6% of its October flights. The airline has confirmed the noted uh, it will still average more than 5,400 peak daily departures in the fall. So that um, may be disrupting some some travel patterns or plans we're uh, america american is pretty much in our two we have two airline two go-to airlines that we rely upon american is <laughs> one of them because we don't fly russian airlines we fly american airlines spirit and allegiant the other ones no no we typically yeah. we typically don't don't do those. Or the new one for Lexington that I heard was like $34 to fly anywhere you wanted. Is it called $34 Airline? I can't remember what it's Probably called. Probably is. Yeah. Keebler introduces new Mario Kart Fudge Stripes Rocky Roads cookies. Huh. That's Mario? a lot. Yeah it's a, well, yeah, it's a lot of... I mean, I like a good Fudge Stripe. I do too. And I like Mario Kart. Mario Kart Fudge Stripe Rocky Road cookies. They can be found nationwide in mid-September, about three nineteen to four fifty-seven per pack. Keebler is also offering fans a chance to win an exclusive mobile video game party experience from Game Truck to come to their neighborhood. The grand prize includes a Game Truck party for up to twenty people. Sam, can you be the hit of downtown Clarkson? <laughs> if this pulled up <laughs> under your hood, I would love that. Rolled up there, I think I'd want to take all twenty. Controller stuff. Kids would be coming all the way from Crow Hollow to get to your hood <laughs> to play. Would, would the would the police chief be okay with that? Sure. If he could play, he'll maybe. Provide traffic control. You've only now, but to be clear, you only have nineteen controllers remaining. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> the police chief will require a controller in order to participate. So that uh, sweepstakes will uh, end on November one. So for the effort, you'll get. If you enter the if you enter the sweepstakes, you'll get 100 My Nintendo Platinum points redeemable on mynintendo.com, my.nintendo.com. Do we still have a Nintendo account? I don't know. Um, I would. Pre- I mean, if you, one time you did, oh, wait, I can't we, imagine. Wee's not Nintendo. Is yes, it, it is. It, Wii is Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. Oh, yeah. we so do, do we have a Nintendo Probably. account? Yeah. It, I mean, if you had one at a time, then you still do. I think, I think so, because those little figures that you have to put on there, sometimes you can uh, log in and get extra oh, little. Yeah, whatever those little figures. Mies? Yeah, we have yeah. a bunch of those Disney yeah, Mies, the little. Yeah. Oh. It's been forever since we've. Oh, no, that's different. I, I no, your me, were... your me is what you created on the. Oh, no. We, well, oh, we do no, have a we me. We have those, yeah. yes. We made, okay. we made Mies. Uh, I think our Wii is boxed up. It is. Well, that's a shame. You got some good games on there. Uh, it says six in ten Gen Zers and Millennials have a complicated relationship with their cars. 
A recent survey of 1,000 Gen Z adults typically born between 1997 and 2012 and 1,000 millennials, those born between 81 and 96, of car owners or lessees reveal that 59% are not sure whether they want to continue driving or replacing their current vehicle. People stop driving their car and get a new one when the upkeep surpasses their budget. There are too many strange sounds or smells, too many parts have to be replaced, or too many people, too much of it's being held together by tape. <laughs> so the research I saw was after the fifth breakdown is when the most people will surrender their car. It's something about the fifth one. Mm-hmm. And then I think I read uh, a similar story, a, a companion story to this that says with millennials specifically, they wait up until there are eight warning lights on the dash before they go and will have uh service wow are there any warning lights on your dash sam no good are there are there on your you're you're not inside that demographic but sometimes she'll have like a low tire mm-hmm. warning light which mm-hmm. i don't really count i mean it mm-hmm. is a warning but mm-hmm. it's hey you no, know, check I've, your I've tire pressure before, yeah. yeah uh but you don't leave it on right you don't leave it on no, in perpetuity it. You yeah try. no have to get out my my good old tire pump. Yeah. Uh huh. Like a bicycle tire pump? Yep. Or... Are you serious? <laughs> no, I have a. I have one that you, you have plug, an air compressor. You plug, plug into it? your uh, cigarette lighter. Yeah, good roadside okay. uh-huh. road, roadside deal. It works well. Do we still call that a cigarette lighter? By the way. I guess it's like a, I wonder how long it'll be before we I, stop. I don't even it know that. that you could light. I don't think you could light a cigarette in my, in that. Not in your vehicle, you no. can't. I mean, there's not a thing in it that Mm-mm. you press and uh-huh. it comes out. And the it, coil, you know, burn thing the coil not, thing. Yeah. That's like, uh-huh. no. it's, but it is funny. How many generations will it take us to stop calling it that when it actually uh-huh. it doesn't even do that? Probably Alea's. I mean, Alea probably didn't know it is. Let's that. hope. Let's hope it's gone with uh-huh. that gener- with that generation. I read something troubling this morning. That I hesitated about even bringing to the discussion because I, well, I love Kentucky, right? I, I love us as a commonwealth. I love the people. You sound like Dennis now. You're you're a love guy, right? Oh, I I do. I I I love it. I'm I'm proud to to be a Kentuckian. Uh, I thought it was funny at the ball game the other night. Some St. Louis fans asked us if we were from New York. <laughs> And uh, Miss Buckles over there said, no, we're from Kentucky. And they thought, what? They just assumed that all Yankees fans are from Kentucky or from New York. And that's, that's, that's not the way that it works. So, I, But I, I love if I'm not wearing U- Yankees gear, I'm wearing UK gear. I'm not wearing either today, by the way. Um, You're kind of in cougar colors today. There's a little bit of a, a oranges, lightish yeah. kind of, you know. So that works. You're still being sporty. For us to be thrown in with the likes of Virginia and West Virginia and Missouri and Illinois is troubling. That they have run the sorting hat. The the Hogwarts sorting hat has been run over all of the states. And Kentucky got Slytherin. <laughs> hmm. I'm interested in this. So Gryffindor is Utah, Michigan... And Connecticut? Connecticut? That's uh, That's interesting, uh-huh. isn't it? Uh-huh. If you're a Harry Potter There's a whole fan, lot of Slytherin in there. There is a lot of Slytherin. Now, we are the same as Florida. Florida is Slytherin. 
North Carolina is Slytherin. How is Tennessee a Ravenclaw? Ver- Tennessee yeah, is Slytherin if there ever was a Slytherin. Uh-huh. I'm just telling yeah, you. Yeah, it's Indiana, too. Indiana can't. Indiana no. is a Slytherin. See, I don't. Mm. Texas is a Slytherin. Yeah, I agree. Alaska is a Slytherin. Uh-huh. Hawaii is a Slytherin. That See, makes call, me feel a little I'd bit call better. Hawaii like a Hufflepuff. But Hufflepuff is Arkansas? Because Arkansas Pine Bluff, is that why? I don't know. Kansas? Is a Hufflepuff? Is a Hufflepuff. Idaho is a Hufflepuff. Because to me, Hufflepuff is kind of your your uh, more low-key, you know... I'm trying to think of how I would describe that yeah. as well. You know it when you see... Like Vermont as a Hufflepuff. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know what they like to do up Hufflepuff's in more like a powder puff. But I... Slytherin. I don't know. Is, does Slytherin mean gritty and tough? And there are 27 states, uh-huh, they said, are uh-huh. Slytherin. I think they they were too quick to assign the Slytherin label. Yeah. I don't want to be Slytherin. Mm-hmm. I don't like Slitherers. Mm-hmm. Oh, no shoulders. Oh, Satan's hand puppet. Oh, Slithers. I don't like it. I'd rather be... I'll be Ravensclaw. I don't... But uh, got to get to it. Sam, can you talk to somebody and get that changed? I'll figure something. All right, thank you. we got to get to a break. Day number, oh, today's water cooler question is coming up here on In the Note. Did you know? So, the reason I was thinking about it, Alea was eating Pez in church yesterday. Did you know failed Pez flavors include coffee, eucalyptus, menthol, and flour? You don't say. For all fla- flavors of Pez I mean, I can, that went. I can see why menthol, because men, I just think of like menthol in like a... Vicks? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you th- and Pez is almost like it's a pill. Well, and people use eucalyptus eucalyptus stuff for uh-huh. like opening you up, and yes, uh-huh. yeah, they yes. do. So, but uh, flour, I'm not sure about the sure about the flour. Uh-huh. She, I think ours were s- strawberry or cherry and lemon. No, what, what we was, have quite the pack. What yeah. was her variety? Pez. Bell. Yesterday was Bell and Anna. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's, it's oh, so she had one of each. Oh yeah, she, well, for, different she flavor, different flavor. In she each. was Pez double. Fisted. Yes, uh-huh. for church she she gets two, <laughs> um. which clearly had my attention. I'm like uh-huh. oh, that kids got Pez, I got nothing. I got nothing but Hall's cough drops yeah. over here. Here's today's water cooler question: If you've not won <laughs> in the last thirty days, and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. You're going to text your answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Little bit, not really a curveball, but going to give you an additional option today. In addition to having your option of the theme park tickets, which we normally do, if you would prefer to have tickets to see the Lumineers at the Yum Center, was that the sixteenth? That next week, I think. No, I think it's, it's late. I think it's like the last Wednesday, isn't it? Like the thirtieth. Or something? I didn't think it was that far in advance. But the Lumineers are coming to Louisville in the next few weeks. And if you would rather see the Lumineers than go to a theme park, then you can you can make that selection if it behooves you and you are the winner in the water cooler question. But you will text your answer to 270-259-6000. And here it goes. The average person does this about uh, 16 times a day. The average person does this 16 times times a day 2702596000 we need you to text the answer to 2702596000 hmm. 
So just to be clear, it's a choice of theme park tickets or the concert tickets? Mm-hmm. Okay, you it's can, a choice of. You can theme, okay. have your choice of one of the three theme parks. Okay. Or you can opt for the Lumineers. August gotcha. 31st is that concert. August 31st. All right. <laughs> so that's when the concert is. So the Lumineers. Hey. Ho. Ho. Hey. Oh, hey, I don't, I don't uh-huh. I'm Ophelia, lucky. Cleopatra. I'm lucky to get that much, so. It's probably better that it's ho-hey. I don't know. <laughs> As opposed to hey-ho. It could be in a very effective <laughs> song if it was hey-ho. Uh-huh. Sorry. Just go cruising down, the, cruising down the street. <laughs> cranked up. <laughs> be like a bird call. Uh-huh. Uh, 270-259-6000. You're going to text that answer. Average person, 16 times a day. Do I do this? Um, Probably more. Mm, 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 well, I, oh, okay, oh, no. I better. Can I just talk about the weekend box office? <laughs> sure. Bullet train. Okay, now I'm intrigued as to what bullet, the answer is. Bullet train, <laughs> number one, at $30.1 million. The DC League of Super Pets at 11.2. Nope. At eight and a half million dollars, Thor: Love and Thunder at four, Minions at five, Top Gun: Maverick at six. Top Gun: Maverick has finally surpassed Titanic as the seventh highest-grossing release in domestic box office history, earning six hundred sixty-two million dollars in ticket sales just in the United States alone. So <laughs> that's good uh, globally. I don't have the updated global total. In in the from the category who could have ever seen this coming, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson relationship ends after the spark has faded. I just thought those <laughs> two were. I just thought those two were gonna. It was they were just gonna ride off into the. Mm-hmm. I thought this was gonna be the the ultimate Disney moment, and they lived happily ever after. But no, not so much. Who could have imagined that her being 41 and four kids and him being 28 and no responsibilities could eventually led them into not having the ideal relationship? How, how old is she? 41. I thought you said, I, I heard 28 and 41, and I thought she said she was 48. I was like, whoa. She's 41 with four kids, and he's 28 without a lick of responsibility, except <laughs> for uh, tattoos of her and her kids. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he's got that to show for the relationship. Um, but after he left SNL, she may have been the only thing keeping him from who knows what. So, hmm. all right. I, I was a little surprised that she's 41. I, I didn't. I don't know that I would have had a guess. I don't think I would either. Uh, but that's sort of my thing. I have no idea what age she is. She's just Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. She's just always been Kim Kardashian. <laughs> So, is anybody celebrating bigger than Kanye today? <laughs> Kanye's thinking. So, you're saying there's a chance. Dua Lipa has been named an honorary ambassador of Kosovo, the 26-year-old pop superstar who grew up in Kosovo. I had no idea. I was going to say, I thought she... I thought she was English. No, I thought... I, I mean, she looks to have... Like, she l- looks like her heritage could be... Kosovoian? Kosovan? Kosovan? She's a Kosovite, but that doesn't... So she says that she's going to be an ambassador for Kosovo. All right. Knock yourself out. And Sam, did you see the Raise pitching? Kosovar. 
Or oh, a Kosovin. Sure. She would be a Kosovar. Uh-huh. Okay. Did you see the race pitching no, coach miss, get I, hurt? I missed this story. I read it this morning. So his name is Kyle Snyder, and he injured himself. If you think you're old and uh, and you have freak accidents, Snyder is a pitching coach for the Tampa Rays. He injured himself walking toward the mound to visit the Rays A Shane McClanahan during the seventh inning of a 9-1 to loss against the Tigers on Saturday. The 44-year-old had to return to the dugout, and then Kevin Cash, the manager, went out to speak with McClanahan instead. He pulled a calf muscle just right there on his way to the mound to check on him, and he pulls up lame just walking and then has to get back to the dugout, and then they had to send the manager out there. That's a little embarrassing. I was going to say Isn't it? I mean, think, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Just a little bit embarrassing. All right, let's see. Uh, let's go. Let's see who to do, 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 to do. Dana was the first to know. Swear. Oh, yep. Swear. Dana was the first to know. Swear. That was the number one was on my the, list. A lot of people had the correct answer. Dana was the first to get across the finish line. That or bump into something. Swear. The average person swears 16 times per day. Just going to move right along yeah. on that one. Do we need to get it all <laughs> fill in right now? That, that's why he wouldn't respond. Get to a break. We'll come when back. Got today's point to ponder, Pearl of Wisdom, chart toppers, and more on the horizon. Hang around here on In the Night. MB's point to ponder for today. Two, two ponderances first. Will it, be obvi- will it be easy to spot the moms this week? They're the ones high-stepping around everywhere mm-hmm. they go, like... Yeah. I did I did enjoy I saw a picture of it was an old picture of a mom laying in the pool oh, yes. with a drink in her hand mm-hmm. and the three kids first day of school. Uh-huh. Yes, said our first dressed. day of school picture. Yep. And with their backpacks uh-huh. on and the moms like on the lounger. Uh-huh. Moms See be, you kids later. Moms will be high stepping. Mom, moms got a good uh well, they got a good solid month of summer, you know, left because mm-hmm. well, more than that, because, yes. it, you know, fall doesn't arrive until, um, you know, third week of September. So moms would be like, yeah, at least, you know, mm-hmm. from 730 to 230 every day out strutting their stuff. <laughs> and then um, the other point to ponder is don't people fall pretty much into two different groups? The group that stops the microwave with one second to go and the group that lets it beep and keep beeping. Yes. Like they're just I think so. Oh, see I I'm I let it hit and let it beep once and then I'm right there to Yeah, I'm standing there. Uh-huh. I might not hit, like uh-huh. I'm not leave gonna a let second it. on it. But mine but... mine just goes like beep, 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 and then it's done. So it like beeps three times and then it's yeah, I think it'll beep three times no matter what. Does it have to get all three beeps out uh-huh. before you can't even do it on the second uh-huh. beep? So I realize for self that I run through a protocol that I call task prioritization. Mm-hmm. So if I'm standing there and mm-hmm. I watch it get to zero or one, I'll be a, I'll be kind of, a, I just try to time it to where I don't really want to stop it with one second to go, but I kind of want to play the game where I go, can I see it hit zero like, and me stop it before it beeps, before it like chirps? The, when you get the gas in, you want to hit it on the, hit it on yeah, the, yeah, like right. I like to play that little, play that little game and try to, but I don't want it to just beep, beep and, and more beep. Mm-hmm. Oh, but if I have tasked myself with something else, 
that, you know, if I look at it and I got it 45 seconds, but the thing that I have to go do, I know will take a good 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. Then I'll be like, well, what I'm going to do here is more important than just standing here and wasting the 45 seconds. But now I'll get back pretty quick because I don't want to hear it beeping either. I know that you you hear it's about fifty fifty between those two, whichever one you might use. That's right, because you'll uh-huh. hear me go, and I uh-huh. go, "This four minutes uh-huh. is too long to waste." Uh-huh. So I'm going to go find something else, and next thing I know, it's been six minutes uh-huh. because what it, I did was more important than getting lunch. There are occasional times where I'm like, "Did, did he did he forget about his lunch?" Probably. Here? Do you want to get up and hit the button? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, because ours here doesn't keep beeping. Oh, okay. Once it's it done. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, if it kept beeping, no, he, his lunch would get delivered to him because yeah. I get sick of. <laughs> Uh-huh. Don't give him any idea. New microwave. <laughs> We're getting a new microwave that keeps Because my office is the closest <laughs> to the microwave. So, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm with you. I can handle it. But luckily, sometimes we have other noises in there that makes it not as loud. That's true. Like the refrigerator taking yes. off. Uh, but it's, it, and it's always hilarious because I, since I'm the closest to the refrigerator, I don't hear it anymore. Yeah. So whenever somebody new comes in, especially like one of our crew members, yeah, they're like, "What's that?" They're like, "What? What just happened?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about? What do you? Oh, it's the fridge." Yeah. Well, I don't know that the, my lunch will get delivered, but I might find the door to the break room closed more often to, mm-hmm. you know, buffer. Or, or from your the sound. lunch would just end up in the trash can. <laughs> oh, that's, gosh, that'd be terrible. He's worse than I. Am. Well, you never quite know oh, because, to or be, it would turn into my lunch. To be clear, uh, Alea and I eat the same thing. So you might be throwing her lunch away. Oh. Well, you probably wouldn't except, do that to her. Uh, well, if she was here, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, except except I could easily tr- trade her. Oh, she's she's waking up down there. Uh, I could easily trade her for a for a popsicle instead, and I'm sure she'd take that trade any day of the week. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, or just offer some Pez, and you'd be good. Yeah. Uh, the Bachelorette is on TV tonight. Don't forget the lyrics is on Fox, and Better Call Saul is on AMC. Today's highlight in history, this day in 1974, President Nixon, facing damaging new revelations in the Watergate scandal, announced he would resign the following day. In 1814, during the War of 1812, peace talks between the U.S. and Britain began in Ghent, Belgium. Birthdays today. I thought it was an interesting list of birthdays. You got Dustin Hoffman, who's 85. Uh, Larry Wilcox, the actor who played John Baker on Chips, is 75 today. Actor Donnie Most, who played Ralph Mouth on Happy Days, is 69. But The Edge from U2 is 61. Ricky Rocket from Poison is 61. Cool Mo D is 60 today. Cool Mo D and Woody rocked the house. Drew Lachey is 46 today. He's from 98 Degrees. Roger Federer is 41 today. Anthony Rizzo is 33 today. And I hope your back gets better immediately. I hope it doesn't. So he was a last-minute scratch. See, he was actually announced at Bush Stadium mm-hmm. as the starting first baseman, and then he was a last-minute. He, he was not on the lineup card that got submitted. Turn, turn, turn my microphone off so I don't say anything bad about Anthony Rizzo because I'm not a fan. Hmm. I'm a fan of Anthony Rizzo. I've considered an Anthony Rizzo jersey. I, uh, there's, there's not there's not many players that are more unlikable than that man. If his to a Reds fan, maybe mm-hmm. if the if his back doesn't get better, uh, there will be no jersey. Today's uh, gone but not forgotten. Uh, Jerry Tarkanian. Are you born just going to get a Luis Castillo jersey instead? Oh, I'm wait, just getting. Right. I tell you what, I'm getting. I'm getting a Yankees road jersey with just two. Just put two on it. That'll be fine. 
I want the single numbers anyway because most of them are retired. Mel Tillis, born in 1932. Mel? Chart toppers. Let's go to 1956. 1956. Take it away, John Cameron. Cameron. Buchanan and Goodman, number one, with the flying saucer, parts one and two. What would you do if the saucer were to land? Thank you. And now the thin gentleman there. What I'm going to do is hard to tell. And the gentleman with the guitar, what would you I I kind of wanted to see where that was going. Uh, that would, that's what passed for a number one single in 1956. <laughs> I Got You, Babe, was number one in 65. Somebody slam an alarm clock somewhere. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Watch out for that first step. It's in a doozy. 1974, John Denver was number one with Annie's song. Like a storm in the desert. Where's country roads? From from Annie's song to a song by Annie. The eurythmic sweet dreams are made of this. Some of them want to be When the eurythmics came out, I was scared of Annie Lennox. Is that her? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, she seemed. I don't know. Didn't want to tangle with her. Baby, 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 TLC, number one in 92. It's amazing how much music videos have changed. Gosh, and such good chart toppers. I hate to bail out because the chart toppers are good today. Destiny's Child using a really great riff from Stevie Nicks. Number one, Bootylicious in 04. Guitar riff from Edge of Seventeen, and let's go to Twelve Years Ago Today. Kentucky and Katy Perry was number one. This is, this is combining both of your old worlds here. Uh huh. Yeah, Snoop Dogg and Katy Perry collaborating. Are you going to really turn it off before Snoop's part here? It's on my lip, like my. My walk, dog run list. So. She'll be in the vehicle with me later. I'll play it for her. Three years ago today, Blanco Brown, number one with The Get Up. All right, NB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. People who wonder if the glass is half empty or half full are missing the point. The glass is refillable. People who wonder whether the glass is half empty or half full are missing the point. The glass is refillable. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.